live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically in your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by my colleague, the fabulous Jade Warshaw, representing some killer specs today. Um, if you, if you're just listening, you're going to have to get to YouTube later to look at her uh, glasses. They're uh, they're all sorts of hot, uh, amazing. She's always bringing the uh, you're bringing you're bringing the shoes, you're bringing the glasses, you got the accessories going. It's the second day of spring. You, we got to like pe- put some pep in oh, our step. Oh, I, I got it. I look at you in the face and I got the you, pep. I have enough for both of us. I like okay. that. What do, what do you call those? Turquoise? Uh, let's call them turquoise. All right. Very let's good. Call them, let's call them that. Hey, we are here together for you this hour. 888 That's the phone number to jump in. 888 Now, uh, it is that time of year, Jay. It is March Madness. Now, even if you're not a basketball fan, uh, and you're not, I, Full disclosure, you, you, you NBA, like football. NBA. Oh, you like the NBA? Yes. All right. Not college so, basketball. So college basketball is way better, uh, but we won't debate that. But hmm. March Madness is is where these uh, 64 college basketball programs qualify for the NCAA tournament, and it has taken over our culture in that if you're not a college basketball fan, people still fill out brackets. In fact, I, I think this is true. I don't know if I can prove this, but it feels like the men and women who know the least about college basketball do the best in the office pool. Mm-hmm. In the brackets, they just kind of randomly pick out of 64 teams and they go, Oh, this sounds right. So I thought we would do our own March Madness, Jay. Okay. But we're going to look at tuition. Ooh. So we're going to look at the Sweet 16. Now, this is the 16 teams remaining. And uh, if you're not a basketball fan, this fires back up tonight, prime time. The 16 remaining teams will begin to play and we'll get to the weekend and we'll be ready for the Final Four. Okay. Now, uh, we're going to look at the 16 teams, Jade, and uh, I'm going to lay these out first, and and then don't look at that yet because okay, I've got a quiz it. for you. All right, so here are the teams. Alabama will be playing San Diego State University. Creighton will be playing Princeton. Florida Atlantic University will be playing Tennessee. Kansas State will be playing Michigan State. Houston will be playing Miami. Xavier will be playing Texas. Arkansas will be playing UConn, that's University of Connecticut. And Gonzaga <laughs> will be playing UCLA. Now, of those 16 teams, Jake, okay. how many of those teams represent colleges and universities that the tuition is over $50,000 oh. a year? $50,000 a year? How many of the 16 have a tuition of over $50,000? I see I, your husband, Sam, trying to help you It's like you the out. price is right out there. I, I got to believe it's half, half of them. Really? All uh, right. The answer is three. Only three of the 16, but but this is interesting to me. They are, no surprise here, Princeton. I mean, it's an Ivy League school. Okay, that they, makes sense. They Those people think they're smarter than the rest of us, so they charge you more. I get it. It's the Ivy League. It's like buying a Louis purse. Whew. You know? All right, now, here's what's shocking. Number two on the list. I saw this. Miami. I'm shooketh. Now, you are from the, that neck of the woods. Uh-huh. Now, Miami is a great place to visit and live, I would assume. University of Miami. University of Miami is only, you ready for this? Yeah. $300 cheaper than Princeton. Me thinks if you went to Miami, maybe you overpay. My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law went to University of Miami. I'm going to tell her what you said. If you're no, paying 57 <laughs> for Princeton, I'll tell your mother-in-law that. <laughs> I mean, first of all, it's too much to pay for Princeton. I'll get I'll get to that in a minute. 
I'm shook that they're that I didn't yeah. understand that they were that close in. All right, ready? Comparison. Here, here's a quick quiz that you can follow along at home. Okay. Of the schools, Alabama, San Diego State, Creighton, Princeton, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Kansas State, Michigan State, Houston, uh, Xavier, Texas, Arkansas, UConn, Gonzaga, UCLA. Which is the cheapest? The cheapest. I'm going to give you multiple choice. Is it okay? Arkansas. Is it? Florida Atlantic University, or is it San Diego State University? Which it's is not, the cheapest? It's not San Diego. Um, you are correct. And So now it's between Arkansas and Florida Atlantic University. Is Arkansas the one that's called Razorbacks? Yeah, very good. Okay. Very good. Then I'm not going to go with them because they seem very popular. <laughs> nah. So I'm going to go with Florida Atlantic only because I've seen that school. I used to live by it. Tell her what she's won, James. Did I win it? She won Florida Atlantic University. Uh, Very impressive. A lifetime supply of rice aroni. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so there you go. All right. So we won't comment on who's going to win the games. Do you have a pick? Did you do a bracket? Now that I say we're not going to comment. I don't on even it? know what language right, you're speaking right, right now. We'll Ken. move on. All right, so, so let's look at the bigger picture. All right. So we just set that up as a fun way of looking at college tuition, mm-hmm. which has increasingly gone bananas. Tuition has risen meteorically. Mm. As you know, yes. the student loans attached to that tuition have gotten crazy. We have a great documentary called Borrowed Future. Please watch it. You got to watch it. All right, so here we go. Let's look at just colleges across the country. And does the return make the investment worth it? This is the million-dollar question. All right. And I mean million-dollar question. We're talking trillions, all right? Here we go. Most expensive tuition in the country USC, University of Southern California. Again, to me, it's all about the environment, the branding. Is the Louis purse actually better than the purse you get at Dillard's? I don't know. I, I don't have a midsize brand. I mean, does it matter what you're majoring in? Is you it asked like- a better question. Who cares if you got a Louis purse? Do you have a purse that works? Hey, come on, Come Ken. on. All right. Most inexpensive. Again, we said Florida Atlantic. Um, cheapest private school? is Grand Canyon University. Most expensive public okay. school is the University of Virginia. And again, I'm from Virginia, huh. but they think they're better than everybody else up there in Charlotte. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, it's got some sizzle factor, right? Okay, okay. So this is what's going on. The point that I'm making, Jade, is when we look at return on investment, mm-hmm. I would say that no one, and I mean no one, including your employer, truly cares a great deal about where you got your degree they care about can you do the job what say you i've never ever me my husband sam and i were talking about this last night i've never ever been asked for my degree yeah ever yeah ever right and nobody cares sometimes you're a mama yeah uh, you just moved to this area I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing you guys have got the doctors for the kiddos you got the yeah. pediatrician that's yeah. a big deal yeah did you Think to ask your pediatrician about their medical training? I just looked to see, did it say MD next to their name? You are such an irresponsible mother. I said, you does it say MD? You ashamed of yourself. How come you didn't ask that pediatrician I, if they went to a really awesome school? I looked more at their years of experience. I looked more at their oh, the other things. Okay, very good point. You get my point I we're get making your point. Here? Folks, I get your point, Ken. Nobody cares. If you gotta have the piece of paper, by the way, two-part question to absolutely be sure, is it the only way? If you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer, it's two examples. It is the only way you gotta get the degree. But sure. nobody cares. They just don't care. 
You'd be better off as a lawyer going to the cheapest law school in the country okay, and spend that money on some nice-looking suits because that's what they're going to hire you for. <laughs> if you went to a big-time law school and you're broke and you got a shark-skin suit and you look like a skis, they're not going to hire you. <laughs> These are the facts. Coming up, Jade Warshaw, Ken Coleman, The Ramsey Show, here for you to take your calls. Don't move. Transformations around the corner. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. The Ramsey Show continues. Thrilled to have you with us, America. We're here to help you win with your money. And when you talk about winning with money, it's not just about the budget and just killing debt. you got to understand that if you're not winning with the money, you're probably losing relationally. Ooh. And uh, you might not be doing your best professionally. It, it just yeah. impacts everything. Ken Coleman, Jade Warshaw with you. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. So on this program, we do talk about relationships. We do talk about work. And um, and I'm the work guy. In other words, if you've heard Dave talk about getting that bigger shovel to get out of debt or to fill that emergency fund faster, that's the area that I focus. And i got to tell you something, folks. I've uh, uh, been a Ramsey personality now for, uh, I think, four or five years, and very excited to announce uh, I'm coming out on the road. It's a solo tour. It, Woo! No backup singers, Jade. You know, and it's a little nerve wracking. I know, it, but I got to get out there. And uh, this event is for people who feel stuck mm. professionally and financially. And what I mean by that is, you know, the baby steps, you've been checking in on the program, but you feel like you need to make more money or you want to start that side hustle uh, or you've been overlooked for promotion and you're just feeling stuck. That's why we call the event Breakthrough. And uh, I'll be speaking on the formula for courage so that you can actually break through. And then I'll be taking questions live from the crowd. Kansas City, Missouri, April 20th. That's coming up. That's the earliest date. Uh, Chicago, May 16th. Atlanta, May 18th. I'll be at that one. You're going to come to that one? I'm going to come to the ATL one. Well, then I want you to sing. Uh, we I thought talk no, ba- about that. no backup singers. No, no, no. I'll get out of the way. Oh, okay. You're just going to do a solo. Go. It's going to be go. bonus content. All right. Uh, and in Dallas, Texas, May 23rd, uh, everybody that buys a ticket uh, at RamseySolutions.com slash events gets my uh, very popular Get Clear Career Assessment that will help with the breakthrough process. We have VIP tickets uh, where I'll meet with folks beforehand, spend some time with you. Um, and uh, these are fun smaller venues because you know we've talked about this i just want the energy yeah and i want intimacy where everybody's together they're trying to make progress Mm -hmm. in their financial and professional life can i've seen you in this environment and in your element 
um, you know, some of you know the Building Wealth Tour we've done. And beforehand, you've done something very similar where it's just a small group and you're really meeting the people where they are. It's, I can say, it's powerful. Thank you. It's it's electric in there. So I... Yep. You know. Only a couple hundred seats at each of these, so don't wait because they're going to sell out. But I'd love to see it. Kansas City, Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, all the details, and you can get your tickets at RamseySolutions.com slash events. So uh, let's get to the phones, shall we? Don't forget to jump in for Jade and I. We are here for you. 888-825-5225. Jordan is joining us in my old stomping grounds, the ATL, Atlanta, Woo. Georgia. Jordan, how can we help? Hey, Ken and Jay. Thanks so much for taking my call. You bet. Mm-hmm. I will be there at that at that event. Oh, oh great. A career question. Bro, right? I don't that's have a great. Career question. I just love me some Uncle Kenneth. Hey, <laughs> ATL, Shawty. I just got a new moniker, Uncle Kenneth. Uncle I'll, Kenneth. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to high-five you there, Jordan. How can I uh, and Jade help today? Okay, so I'll cut to the point. Um, I'm engaged to be married. I'm 24 years old. And uh, she wants, she's she, she's looking to get her dream car. Okay. Oh. Um, what is the dream yeah, car? Yeah, I know. It's a Toyota Ton. No, Toyota Tacoma. Oh. Oh. Okay. Boy. New or used? Uh, whichever way we can get it. So I, we're 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 thinking used. Okay, that's a good. That's a very good starting spot. All right. Is there anything yeah. else you want us to know about this? Yeah, I mean, so we're debt free, and we are. I believe we are a, get, a baby steps millionaires in the making. Woo! We have, yeah. I think everything is laid out, and uh, we have we have no debt. How much uh, do you have saved? We, we have okay. So here's the doozy. We have twenty k saved in like a combined savings account. Okay. Uh, and uh, she loaned out about thirteen k to her mom. Her mom's paying that back. Uh, Okay. Paying that back every month, and then I'm currently liquidating a crypto investment of thirty thousand. Okay, that's a good. So, uh, your right now your fiance's got like seven k to her name, and you've got thirty k. Um, here's the thing, I I have more questions about uh your income and that sort of thing, and what sort of car that you drive. However, when is the wedding? Because okay. you're not gonna buy a car with her until you're married. That's that's my first piece of advice to you. Okay, cool. Um, I am <laughs> finishing. I'm currently finishing school. Um, she doesn't want to. She she said we're not going to take any homework into this marriage. So she's like, I, go <laughs> I love finish that. school. Mm-hmm. Right, finish school, and then we'll go ahead and get married. Uh, we're gonna do this. We're just gonna do the courthouse thing. Okay. So when yeah, is that? So we say whenever I graduate school, Ken. When is that? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, that should be this summer. Oh, so like this May? You're done in May? Uh, no, no. Summer school? Uh, summer school. Okay, so July? Sure. Okay, so I stick with my first thought, which is if mm-hmm. she's willing to wait until you guys are married and you can start pulling together some money, here's the thing. I Wait till you're married and then make sure you're keeping aside three to six months of expenses um what is the plan work-wise because if you're not like in your real job and all that kind of stuff i'm going to ask you guys to get six months of expenses which it you know might eat into what you've got here the 30k uh with her 7k 37 that might be be your emergency fund and so from there you're going to have to save up to buy cash for this tacoma is she up for that that 
that cash life? Yeah. So that's funny because I come from a family. We all just, we all drive used cars. Uh Um, Her family's a little bit different. They take out some loans. So she asked me yesterday, she's like, so uh, what are your thoughts on taking out a loan on this? Oh boy. Uh So now this is where I got to jump in here because that's what I was wondering. Is she be, mm-hmm. is she pressuring you to go get a new car to start this new life together? Where in the Atlanta area uh, are you? Because I used to live there, so I, I know my way around. What what area of Atlanta? Kennesaw. Kennesaw. Okay, great. So here's the deal. I just did a quick search uh, on the Google. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah. I, I want to just give you a, a kind of a range here. We've got a used 2020 Toyota Tacoma, only 26,000 miles. That's low miles, Jade. The yeah. sticker price on that. At uh, World Toyota, as uh, a local lot, thirty nine nine ninety. Oh Lord! All right, that's too much. Yeah, now we've got a used twenty twenty one Toyota Tacoma with only ninety four hundred miles. So I'm giving you, I'm getting real close to new, but not quite new. All right, this is forty seven nine. No, no, what no. What song you got for that? Has it got curse words? In um, it? It's gonna burn for me to say this. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So now you start. You start going down. Let's go to a used 2016 Toyota Tacoma. That's what I'm talking about, Ken. 47.5. Wait, what? 47.5 miles. Sorry. 47,500. Oh, okay. And now that's 29. So we're still looking at $30,000 for a seven-year-old Tacoma, slightly under 50,000 miles. I'm just saying, Jordan, we're going to have to listen to Jade because we're saving up. You well, know we're not going to tell you it's okay to buy a new one. There's another piece to this equation, Ken, um, and you too, no Jordan. Tacoma. Well, it might not. It depends on your income because we don't want your vehicles to be any more than right. half of your annual take-home pay. So that's right. why I kind of said it depends on what jobs you guys are in because if you're coming out of, you know, what do you expect to make when you get out of school and you're into your job? Yeah, so uh, I am currently the, the a GM at Honey Baked Ham. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love me some honey baked ham. Yeah, you should stop by when you're in Atlanta. No, you can I'm bring one to the event. Fish. I'll eat it afterwards. What's the pay for that, Jordan? I make 56. Okay, so you're making 56. And then what does your fiance expect to make? Uh, she is finishing up a test right now, and she'll be making 26 an hour. Okay. So between the two of you, you guys have got $40,000 that you can spend on vehicles. So 20 each. That's not a t- Toyota Tacoma unless it's like a... Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one. <laughs> Hit us with it, Ken. A used 2005 Toyota Tacoma. Two-wheel drive. 198,300 miles. 8,400 That's what I would pick. That's what I'm saying. That's what I would pick. Hey, sweetheart, I got you a really old truck to start our life. It's only $8,400. At the dream car. I love you. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I'll see you in Atlanta, Jordan. I appreciate you, and don't forget to bring the ham. For the rest of you, hang on. More of your calls coming up. This is The Ramsey Show. Helping you win with your money. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by Jade Warshaw. We are here for you. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Louisville, Kentucky, where Kelly awaits. Kelly, how can we help? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was calling because we just got a letter in the mail. My husband's grandmother had passed away last year in March, and we didn't actually know about it until January because we weren't um, close to her really. But um, we got a letter in the mail yesterday that's asking or that's um, 
explaining an option to get a advance on the inheritance. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband is one of the heirs to his, um, the estate, but um, we know that it wouldn't be a lot, but I just thought this was really odd. You know, it's not like some, you know, um, basic letter to just anybody. Like it's, it's, you know, has his grandmother's name, his uh-huh. name. So it's directed to him specifically, but uh-huh. we've just never heard of it. Um, so I didn't know if you guys had any insight as to what it could mean or what it could be. So when you be, saw the letter, me. your radar kind of went off that this might not be, well, are you thinking maybe it's a scam or um, maybe not that it's a scam, but you know, anything that usually happens fast is usually not, mm-hmm. you know, the best option all the time. So it just seems kind of one of those things that might be like too good to be true sort of things. Yeah. What happened when you, did you call the number or did you contact the law firm? No, I didn't call because I, um, I asked um, my mother-in-law if she had received it and she had never, you know, um, she hadn't heard anything. And my husband's mm-hmm. brother and sister, they hadn't said anything apparently either. But I just thought that it was, it was odd. What I would do, <laughs> um, I've not heard of, I've not heard of an advance. Um, that doesn't mean it's doesn't exist. I've just not heard of it. What I would do if I were in your shoes today is I would uh, research the law firm first and find out if it's a real thing in a real place. And if there's any phone numbers on it, I always Google the phone numbers to make sure they're not scams. And are they requesting any money on your, are they requesting any money from you? No, it says though, um, it says that they can advance a portion of your inheritance inheritance directly to you within one to two business yeah, days. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it either. <laughs> I would, uh, whatever your initial letters were in that situation, I would go back to those letters and call and say, hey, I'm receiving this. Did this come from you? And again, the, the one that we think is a scam, I would just do your due diligence on it. I would Google the numbers, Google the law firm. I don't like that. Like you said, it sounds like a scam to me, um, but you did have a family member that passed away, but that's also public record. So yeah. anybody could scam on that. So I think you just have to really do your due diligence. It's good that you're getting together with your family and everyone else and kind of running this by them. Hey, did you get this? And that sort of thing. But uh, find out, you know, who's in charge, the executor of this will in this estate. And that's really who you want to talk to about all of that stuff and not uh, a scammy letter that you received in the mail. I It's it smells fishy to me, Ken. Yeah, I thought there maybe there was a uh, an attachment to that with the Nigerian prince request. Yeah. Remember that email that went around oh, for yeah. a long time? Yeah, it's, was... it's quacking like a duck. So I'm thinking it's a duck. Yeah, I agree. Thank you so much for the call, Kelly. Uh, you got a lot of wisdom. Just proceed with that wisdom. Let's mm-hmm. go now to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city city of brotherly love. John is there. John, how can we help? Hey, how you doing? We're hey. loving life. What are you doing? Uh, same thing. Um, quick question for you guys. I have about one hundred thirty thousand in cash, um, like two fifty in four hundred one k, five fifty in equity in the house. Um, recently, just laid off from my job. Oh, so sorry. And Man. It's okay. Yeah, stuff happens. Corporate America. Yeah. Um, we have about sixty-one thousand in student loan debt. If we pay off, do we pay that student loan debt off? If we do, that leaves us with twelve months of reserves for everything else. Okay, because the one thirty was about two years of savings. Uh, one thirty was about a couple of years because we renovated our house and we paid off another sixty-five thousand in that time. So we probably. Well, before we, before we get, so 
Let me just ask real quick, what are your job prospects? What are you doing? Because before we walk through this breakdown, I want to know what your income situation could be and mm-hmm. uh, what you want it to be. Uh, my wife currently works now. She makes about 75000 a year, and I was making around $115,000, 120. All right. And so what are you actively looking for? Something in the same uh, industry with the same earning potential? Um, maybe. Maybe not. I'm trying to maybe just revamp my life and try to do something totally different. Okay, and and do you have an idea? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I mean, uh, what I'm looking at here is, is what are what is your realistic income possibilities in the days ahead, and then what should it be in light of this question? Um, probably like digital marketing, okay, in that area. So somewhere maybe around eighty thousand. Okay, you know, do you have the qualifications for that kind of work now, or do you have to go get that? I do. I do have a side hustle where I own my own uh, magazine company. So I have that feel. I just haven't really kind of as a hobby that I'm turning into a business. So I'm kind kind of going that route. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask this is because I'm I'm always thinking about the bigger shovel, right? The, the the income, as Davis said, for decades, your income's your greatest wealth building tool, and it becomes a wealth building tool after we get everything cleaned up. And so mm-hmm. I'm asking all those questions really for you, Jade, to go. All right, based on where he's at, yeah, I'm a little cautious myself. Uh, while they're not struggling and they've been very disciplined, I kind of lean towards, I, I want him holding off on that until he gets a, a, a steady stream of income. What are, what are your thoughts? Uh, initially, I would say that, but my my first question is, are you able to sustain your lifestyle on 75000 which is your wife's income? Like, are you able to live off of that without pulling additional money out of your savings? Um, it would be rough. You know, I am going to be getting severance, you know, at the end of April, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's some type of income, not sure yet, but, you know, 75000 is really not that much money. Mm-hmm. So okay. it would be, would it be a little bit of a struggle, but it could be done okay. short term, not oh. long term. Yeah. Then here's, here's a couple of options for you because, um, I think, I mean, you've got plenty of savings, like you've got more than a year. So there is money there that's at your disposal and you can still keep like a pretty hefty emergency fund. If you feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, we can mostly live off of my wife's pay if I just add a little supplemental something to it to make that happen, which while you're in your in between time, it can't hurt to still find ways to bring in income. I think um, if you I think you can pull this off. Yeah. Um, typically, if there is a job loss and it was really catastrophic, we would tell you to pause yeah. your baby step. But this doesn't feel as catastrophic. No. You've got a lot of cash laying around. I, I, I'd probably go ahead and pay off the ba- the student loan. And then if I'm you, I'm finding ways to pull in a couple of thousand dollars a month. Just couldn't agree. Making I, it work. I wanted to make sure I heard your take on this because I, I we, we want to work the baby steps is always the answer. But here's the deal. It's not catastrophic. Mm-hmm. But I guess I'd pay it all off. But I would also be working. Yes. Like I would not be waiting on a severance. I would be replacing the income while I'm figuring out what my professional future looks mm-hmm. like. So that's why I'm okay with you knocking it all out. Yeah. Uh, it's also going to light a fire. Work. It's going to light a fire. Because yeah. once you see that 61000 leave, that could be the spark that's like, yeah. all right, game on. <laughs> and, and we know what I don't want, and I'm not saying that you're going to do this, John, but what I don't want is you to rely on that really hefty savings account is that's not an that's not an emergency. You're able to work, and I get that's my concern. I want you to pay off the loans today. Yeah, but I want you okay. working and not relying on what is now a really robust 
Baby step three, emergency. It's fund. very, it's quite robust. It looks like you've got several years there. So good. By the way, good job. Yeah. You've done a great job um, with managing your money so far. Very, very, very good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, could be proud to my wife for that one for you know getting me <laughs> introduced you guys and getting me hooked on this. All right, so, so I mean, pay it off on. today. Okay. Like, don't sit there and discuss it. Knock this debt out of your life. That's a game changer. And get to work. Let's not touch that amazing emergency fund. And mm-hmm. boy, you all are going to sleep a lot more soundly, I think. I know, that's right. Very good job. When you manage your money right, you've got options. Yep, you really do. It's I love feeling. it. You can buy glasses that look as cool as Jade's. <laughs> you can wear the shoes that she wears because how much debt did you pay off, Jade? A 460000 but the glasses only cost me like $10. Let's be honest, Ken. Because you kept the discipline, <laughs> but you retained the flair. I did. I love it. She's Jade Warshaw. I'm Ken Coleman, and this is The Ramsey Show. Don't move. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We're helping you win with your money, which means you're going to win in your relationships and your work. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw. And if you're a new listener or viewer, and you're trying to figure out all this language and what does it mean, baby step this and baby step that. What? What do I just? I'm I, I'm interested, but I need to know more. We've got you covered. Go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button, and uh, just a very brief questionnaire to kind of see where you are financially, and we're going to get you plugged into all of this, so you know where you need to be and what you need to do. That's RamseySolutions.com, and click on Get Started. Let's go north of the border, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, a place I've wanted to go. I've yet to make it. You've been all over the world. Have you been there? No, it's too cold. (laughs) Well, we shall see what David says. David, how can we help? Hi, Ken and Jade. Pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, pleasure's all ours. Now, is it too cold for Jade to come visit Calgary? Yes, it's way, way too cold. It snows here. It gets to minus 40. The wind hurts your face. I've heard enough. I'll never be going. I'm crossing that one off the list. All right. Well, how can we help you while you shiver? Well, I'm 25. My wife is 24. We're technically on baby step number seven. Whoa! Whoa. Own a house yet or have kids. Nice. You said no house, no kids. No house, no, no house, kids. No house, no kids yet. That means you're super relaxed and, and rested, I, I assume. That's right. <laughs> Sleeping. We are wondering if it would be a good idea or what your thoughts are on taking six months off to travel in a year's time. That sounds wow. fun. I love the fact that you're taking advantage of the no kid and no, like, not tied down by a mortgage life. That's, and they're 25 and 24. Yeah, I feel man. like this is the right time. Your knees are good. All you right. can I <laughs> climb. Gotta, I got to ask a question here. Are, are When you say take off, do you mean not working at all? Or will we be the digital nomads that I talk about on the Ken Coleman show all the time? What, what do we mean? Uh, not working at all, but hopefully it would turn into that digital nomad lifestyle. Okay, so what do you do now, and and is it presuming that you would be able to jump right back in with the same company or the same type of work? What are you thinking? Yeah, I would be able to jump right back in with my company. So I work for the federal government, and they would allow me to take the six months off and then jump right back in. Well, I don't have any professional red flags, Jade. So you'd be jumping back to baby step three, because I'm guessing you'd have to pause your investing since no money is coming in. Um, how much do you have saved for baby step three? And then how much have you saved for the six months of travel? 
So we currently have I have thirty thousand in my work pension. We have forty thousand in our TFSA, and then we have twenty thousand in our fully funded emergency fund. And then we'd be over the next year saving up around an additional twenty to twenty five thousand to go for the six months. Okay. All right. Um, here's. Here's where I would just be very careful. I think if you, if if all these numbers pan out and you've got the twenty thousand for your emergency fund, that's great. You're not going to have to touch that. Really plan this trip out because I I find that traveling is always more expensive than you thought it was going to be. It's very easy to go over budget. It's very easy to think, oh, we'll just we'll just eat these types of meals, and then you get in the moment and it's like, oh, we have to try it. There's so many things to do and try when you're traveling. Um, so I want you to be very um, diligent about creating this budget. And then I want you guys to like swear up and down. We do not touch the emergency fund because when you get out there and you're in Italy or wherever it is that you're going and and, and it's just, come on, let's just go do that one. It's a helicopter ride. We have to do it. You, you only live once. It's going to be easy to go over what you've planned. So just... If it takes more time for you to save up more money so you can truly do all the things that you want to do, I'm not going to lie, 25K sounds a little lean for six months. Now, you might be like minimalist travelers, backpackers, staying in hostels, that kind of thing. Um, David, what say you? She brings up a good point. You sound like the guy, I'm going to take a stab. I don't like being wrong. You sound like the guy that's got this thing planned out to to the jade expectations and that you guys aren't staying at five-star places. Am I right or am I wrong? You are right. It would be a budget trip for sure. Okay. It's a backpacking type deal. Okay. And do you plan, do you have the reserves? Like, did you plan in reserves that this is actually more than what we're going to need? Because I want you to be there when you go. I would, I would set the 25 as a minimum and then plan to save as much as possible because I have found that as well. Okay. Traveling always costs more than you think. Yeah. So let's do that. It's like if you had a building project, you wouldn't save up just enough to get it done. You'd make sure you had plenty of reserves just in case. Because one of the things Sam and I travel, we've been up to over 92 countries. There are so many little things that pop up reciprocity fees and things that you didn't know you had to pay. You got to pay to use the toilet uh, in Europe. Really? Did you know that, Ken? I wouldn't. I'd find a bush. I don't think David is a Bushman. I think, I think that he is. <laughs> I, think David, I think David is from Calgary. All right. I think David knows, knows how to take wilderness. care of business. I'll leave it at that. David, I think you do the trip, man. I think you guys have planned this out. Yeah. I think you're very disciplined and I applaud you. I think you've thought through every angle. It's going to be fun. And you made it through Jake. So I, if you make it through what she's was thinking about, I think you do it. I think you guys enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say is I like taking Jade's advice and doing a little bit extra because I don't think you should make your wife stay in like a really rough place unless she likes to camp and that's outside. I'm a 700 thread count guy or higher. <laughs> I don't know what she is, but yeah, I, I just, you know, good. yeah, you know what I mean? Make it a great trip and uh, what a great experience. That's fun. That's going to be a good time. Now, you said this earlier and I want to bring it back to this. You know, we talk a lot to people who are trying to get out of debt. This is a this is the total other side of this. Okay. But when we, we use terms like financial peace and we say it a lot, and mm-hmm. I think we miss we miss the real freedom part of that. Yeah. This is the example. Yes. A twenty four and twenty five year old couple, no house, no kids yet, mm-hmm. and they're gonna take six months 
and they're going to go travel the world. I got to tell you, I think they're going to be better world citizens as a result of this. And this 100%. is 100 percent. What, what do you think their relationship is going to experience as a result of something like this? I look, I'm going to say this and some of you are might, you know, get me in the comments. That's fine. A lot of people do a lot of yakety yak, Ken, but they've never been anywhere. People want to talk about what's wrong with this and what's wrong with that and da 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 da. I'm like, go travel. I think go so. go see the. It makes you so much more well rounded. It does. It's great for your relationships. Yep. It's great for your self esteem because you challenge yourself to do new things. Uh, you taste new foods. You're around more cultures. It just it's really invaluable. And if you can do what our friends David and his wife did. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to be young to go travel. Go travel in your 60s. Go travel in your 40s, whatever. But do travel and do pay cash to do it because it is very enriching. It's a very important part of uh, life. And what I think is happiness because there's, there's something that happens when you see all the places out there and then you come back to home sweet home you have a different level of appreciation it's absolutely contentment right. it's and by the way you know david said this for years you know don't bring your vacation home with you in the form of debt and, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and this is another thing all the things we just talked about plus while you're there you go holy cow like we're not working yeah we've saved up for this mm-hmm. we can go do what we want within this freedom of this budget and you just are allowed to truly be present. Mm-hmm. People that are that are strained and stressed by debt have a hard time being present. Good point. And now there's a humanness here to be. Um, you know what? It's that exhale. Like, I, okay, we're doing something really exciting at, at the early part of our relationship, and you can truly soak in the moment. You can truly soak in the moment, and I just, it's it's there's a. Um, a team building that happens with that because like, like you that. said she might be more of this 700 thread count Come and on. he wants to sleep yeah. outside on the grass in nature and Why you have you to you have to compromise and ex- let each other experience those sides of each other and yeah. then there's the money aspect she yeah. wants to spend money on that he wants it's worth it yeah and then you experience those just amazing things together those views those monuments it's just go yeah. travel but do it in cash i love it Oh, so good. Well, listen, we got to get out of here. But before we do, I want to thank Jade, uh, my co-host, Jade Warshaw. She's amazing. I want to thank James and the crew and you, America, for listening. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.